saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Deep Share Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Rouse, and for the last couple of decades, I've slowly been opening my eyes to a very different world than the one I grew up hearing about. And the more conversations I have with interesting people, the more mystifying this world becomes. So without further ado, let's get deep. We've got science to celebrate! Demons bliss now! Off your butt, Come on! There's rebellion in the wind. Everything I've said is true, it's real. Dinosaur bosses? God put those here to test our faith. A damn lie, I, I saw them on my own eye! Did I accuse just drop sharply while I was away? We did it illusions, man. None of it is true. I'm not insane! This is mass madness, you maniacs! In God's name, you people are the real thing! We are the illusion! Yeah, welcome to the Deep Share, and I'm here with Mrs. Rambler and Buffalo Rambler from False Reality Check. This is awesome. How you guys doing? Doing, doing awesome. Great. How are you, Andrew? Very good, very good. And we, we've we uh, been acquainted through the Union of the Unwanted, our lovely little guest appearances. That's pretty nice. That's for right. Sure. Yeah, for that sure. that's a fun show, for sure. Yeah. And to just be there with all those great minds. Oh, man. So intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I they're all so nice. I right? forgot what your tweet said after, but um, it's something about like getting to practice with the varsity squad, or something, <laughs> something like it, that. That was that was perfect. I, I felt like we were being invited to the adult table, and we were yeah. at the table. It was like, oh, we're making that leap. All right. right? <laughs> it feels good yeah. to be part of that welcoming community, doesn't it? <laughs> it really, it really does. It does for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So your show hasn't been going on for too long right i feel like you've been going on since march maybe or yeah, like february i think february. i officially started but i really didn't advertise much i just kind of like was slowly putting things out there yeah and just <laughs> yeah i just kind of let it slowly leak out but yeah it's uh it's been going for a little while it's it's fun you know it's a nice little uh i don't know it keeps me sane i guess be able to, being able to talk to other people that feel the same way without scaring the shit out of everybody Oh right. boy. I think that's been the biggest benefit of this whole thing is being able to talk to people and not feel like you're crazy because they think similarly to you, but everybody has something that they differ on, you know, but we're all pretty welcoming. 
and yeah. we're not not judgmental about that kind of stuff so yeah, yeah. like we're for me i'm open to list, hearing anything oh you yeah. know you got the facts i want to see them okay. <laughs> even if it's stuff i don't agree with yeah like i i want to hear everything for sure um post to like fortunately people i work with it just it gets tiring day after day you know just trying to put on this front yeah. oh boy you know yeah i i work in uh i work in healthcare and so most of Yikes. the people i work with are <laughs> vaccinated um i won't say where i work but i work like back office i don't actually work with patients i'm not patient facing or anything like that mm-hmm. and and i work from home so it's not like i got to deal with people other than the people that i work with but just the just the propaganda that comes out of their mouth it's like did you hear that on CNN last night? Or like, where, where, where are you getting this? Like literally hearing at work, oh, I only listen to Sanjay Gupta. That's all I listen to. I'm like, <laughs> there, there are people out there like this that like only listen to one source of something. This is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with everyone. It's like a demented form of idealism, you know? Yeah, it really is. It's become, it's become like the, the new orthodoxy in a way. You know what it comes to mind to me sometimes is uh, invasion of the body snatchers, that yeah. movie, because oh, it man. just it you suddenly, because there's times and it's not just me. I'm sure plenty of people have been like just kind of not feeling like their closest people in their lives are who they've always been. You know, it's just this alienating feeling in a way. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's been a I'm sure for you a very eye opening year. Just oh, um, seeing, I guess, who your t- your true friends are and who's willing to stick up for their beliefs and who's not all talk. And yeah. unfortunately, a lot of people around me are all talk. Yep. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's been it's been hard hard learning that and coming to that realization. But um, it's all right. Yeah. We got our little community here. Yeah. That yeah. Keeps, keeps me sane. Yeah, we're, I think it we're keeps growing. We're constantly. It does. It keeps growing. We're constantly surrounded by people who are you know everything will be just fine everything's going to go back to normal i wonder if like they're going to say that as we're being marched off to the box cars you know like oh i think this is a nice box car don't worry this is fine there's actually a meme like that there's a meme out there that's like showing you know german soldiers ushering people into uh box cars it's just like oh god that's about covid it's just uh i i don't know i i I feel like um, I want to look at it more positively. Like uh, we're not going to let any of that happen. You know what I mean? I, I hope that it, we're going to, our power is going to snowball eventually, but who knows? I don't know. <laughs> it's getting yeah, pretty, I think it pretty hairy out there. I think it is. I think as our group grows and um, more people realize what we're doing and that, Hey, it's okay to think freely. It's okay to think for yourself. Um, getting that collective that collectiveness together it will overpower good always overpowers evil um it's just how long is it going to take to get to that point i don't know yeah this is like the most i mean i think we can all kind of admit we're almost like in an information war right now i don't know if it's an information world war you would consider it that it seems Mm -hmm. like it because it seems like everybody's intelligent intelligence agency is poisoning their own population or trying to figure out ways to control everybody. But I think that when we actually step back and look, there's goodness all around us. And we're part of a revolution that's within this war. We're just a decentralized revolution, which is why we're not talking to each other the way like a commander would talk to its battalion. You know, we're just all 
you know, pushing information out there and that's all it takes. So like you said, Andrew, with the snowballing effect, like we didn't have a podcast that long ago. You didn't have a podcast that long ago. See where it's going and see how many people we're talking to. There's more and more of us in numbers. It's just, we're not listening to the CNNs, MSNBCs and Fox news. We're, we're listening to things like this. So I think that this is the revolution. We're part of it. We're doing what needs to happen. I don't know. That's my white pill spiel. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, I try to agree with it. And then of course the, the dark side creeps in and goes, you know, it sounds too perfect, right? It sounds too easy. You know, like what if they're allow? Cause like my take on it, let me, let me know what you guys think of this. To me, it's like, um, you know, sure. YouTube gets censored and it's obviously the most popular place for, you know, video footage to come out, but anything including all of our stuff and you know people much more you know sought after than us it all gets out there and you can find it there's alternative you know i'm part we're part of alternative media now and it's like it's available so it's like they're not necessarily stopping the truth from getting out there but maybe they're delaying it until they are able to handle it enough or shape it the right way or something. I don't know. What do you, what, what do you guys think? I don't know. That's an interesting take. I mean, it's hard for me to trust anything that they put out, you know, um, cause they can, they can manipulate anything they want in front of us, especially the little subliminal programming. What is it? What is it? Um, predictive programming. There you go. Oh, Thank predict- you. Predictive programming that they do on us. Um, I'm always cautious. Like, what does Sam Tripoli say? Karate stance on everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like karate stance with everything. So um, the stuff that they do put out there and if they want everyone to focus on it, I'm kind of, I take a step back and I'm like, wait a minute, maybe we shouldn't be focusing on that. Cause you know what that does puts that intention out there. And um I don't know. That's, I don't even know if that made sense. No, that's kind of, that's kind of, that's kind of how I, how I approach things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, um, hmm, that's a good question. I feel like we are, I don't know. That's hard to answer. That's the creepy one, isn't it? Like, why, (laughs) like, are we being herded? Like, so so because we're all allowed to talk, we're all allowed to say this about the big bad them and it gets out there on our alternative, you know, maybe not YouTube, but you can still download those, the apps that we are available on all over Google play. So it's like, I just, I keep trying to ask people this question and my listeners have heard me ask this question a couple of times, but it's something I can't get my head around. You know what I mean? It's like, what's the angle there with us? you know, being allowed to do what we want and say what we want. You just may have to go to an alternative source to find it. You know what I mean? Do you do you think that perhaps that there are some of us in this community who are co-opted or, uh, or what would you call it? Um, like taint agents. Like taint agents. <laughs> so <laughs> that's great. I love that. That's, that's, Mon- not, that's, that's Monica Fred. That's Monica Fred's <laughs> term. That is not mine. She's that's called great. Paint agent. It's a great, it's a great term. <laughs> um, I don't think it has to be that way. Just the same way as when 
a normal person, whatever that means, would say to us crazy people with tinfoil hats on, like, oh, is everybody in? How would they ever get everybody in on the conspiracy theory? I don't think that has to be the case either. So, like, I don't think there needs to be any co-opting when it's almost like the inform. It seems to me that for some reason, this information needs to get out there from their perspective for some reason. And I don't know if you guys have heard of, like, revelation of the method oh yeah yeah so i mean that's an angle right but then again that like us knowing about revelation of the method also got out there you know what i mean (laughs) i mean maybe am i giving them too much power by assuming they would even be able to control all the information that's probably giving them a little too much credence maybe I think so. I think, I don't think there's a way to control every bit. I mean, look at what we're saying right now. They're not going to, I mean, I'm not being controlled. I'm not being paid to say what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Maybe I'm taking us down a weird, useless rabbit hole. (laughs) I do do feel like there are like, quote unquote, Tate agents within the conspiracy community or the alternative media community. I feel like Mm. there are some of those, particularly without naming anybody off the bat, but like people who drive that left, right narrative, like you got to pick the right or you got to pick the the left, but they subscribe to, you know, alternate history or alternate theories. I think that people who push that constantly might be compromised people, but I don't, Mm. I don't know if they're compromised by, you know, greed or corporate interests, or if it's a governmental type, you know, thing like a COINTELPRO kind of program. That's right. just my thinking, but I, all I can speak for is me. I know I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not either. Yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> I am not an NPC. <laughs> We'd have a better background if we, if we were. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've definitely, I think I'm picking up on some disinfo going on in like the UFO community right now, big time. Yeah. And it's mainly, it's weird how like, um, we have a guy that's like, I don't know, do you guys follow like the UFO stuff that's going on and like the, the characters and the players? Kind yeah, of. kind of like the general what's going on. Um, we listened he, to your some... last episode with the four different guys. Oh, oh yeah, cool. your last round table that yeah. you did. Oh, that was a crazy one. You guys yeah, we got talking pretty about deep. Gre- yeah. yeah. You guys started talking about Greer and I was like, okay. Yeah, here we go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys feel about Greer? and his work man i think i think he's he's motivated by money for sure and he does have that god complex you know if you really want to help people then why is your app what is how much is his app like Like 10 bucks 10 bucks i don't know (laughs) you know like um i think his retreats are a lot more than that too oh yeah Yeah. and his retreats are crazy expensive too yeah so i don't know if if it's something special that you want to share with people it's kind of like then share it you know, don't be greedy about it. If this is something that's going to save mankind, don't be greedy. <laughs> just for just for nine ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> can easily save mankind. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So yeah. I don't know. I I'm sure he he puts a lot of stuff out there that's true, um, but at the same time, ugh, I can't trust that guy. Yeah, I um, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and just be honest and say I don't believe space is real. So I don't think aliens are real. Um, so I think awesome. this guy's communicating <laughs> with is some there's they're entities. There's entities out there that don't look like you and I, you know, they don't mm-hmm. take this form. 
I don't know. I've never seen aliens, but this guy claims to have. And there's some photos in his unacknowledged documentary that clearly show some like weird stuff they've seen out in the desert doing their CE5 protocol. We have family that have downloaded the app and used it and claim to have experienced things. Um, I do think that he maybe started off with good intentions and very, especially about like the whole meditation thing and kind of inner peace and bringing that about and a clear head. And that's what helped him contact these entities or whatever. But eventually money does corrupt and maybe, maybe money corrupted him. I don't know. I don't, I didn't buy the app. I don't plan on buying the app. I'm just cool with listening to other people's stories about it. That's all. I'm so curious about the app. I mean, it, it is pretty expensive, but I mean, I feel like I've heard stories like Greer reports from that app and, and stuff. I've heard that from psychedelic stories. I've heard that from like, you know, uh, the, like the old ancient world tells these kinds of stories throughout religion, you know, these kinds of sightings and stuff like that. So I don't know what do you guys make of like, the possibility that it's i mean you mentioned that you don't believe in space so right there i have confidence that we can go as deep as i want to go <laughs> <laughs> so because i i um i'm very skeptical about a lot of things they tell us uh and it's not just them it's that my own eyes show me and have shown me because of my psychedelic experiences yeah. so i mean let's go there for a minute for sure. Let's just, let's explore that area for a minute. For sure. uh, what, elaborate for me. What, what's your take? Because there's a million takes on that start with that. <laughs> I don't uh, believe in space. <laughs> I'm not going to go and say I'm a flat earther, but I think the, if you, if you do check out the whole like optics and how optics work and how your eyes work and how far you're supposed to be allowed to see theoretically, we live on some sort of plane existence. I'm not sure, um, you know, I know the flat earth people think that Antarctica like surrounds us and we're in some sort of like, like dish or something that carries the water and all the continents are in the middle. Maybe it's like that. Maybe it's like a, a cylinder. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I never explored the world other than being in an airplane. And when I'm in an airplane, it looks pretty fucking flat to me. <laughs> Like I don't see the curvature of the earth and I'm pretty high up. I'm as high up as, as, as I've ever been. I've been on mountains, but not as high as I've been on an airplane and it looks flat. Um, I don't think space is real because NASA lies. NASA was started by the remnants of a Nazi regime that we basically drafted them into our government to start this whole space fakery. And they have basically propagandized to us to all think that space is real. When every photo you, you watch of space, of, of earth, of the moon, they will tell you it is a composite. NASA will say themselves, it is a composite. Even earth photos are composites of thousands of photos allegedly taken from space. Well, there's no evidence to me that space is real. I've never been to space and they can just tell me that it exists and show me some photos and video with fuckery in it. And I have no idea if it's real or not. There's no way for me to independently verify it. Um, also the moon and the sun appear the same size in the sky. And that's kind of weird, right? But the sun is supposed to be like a hundred million miles away or some, Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. 
back when I was a kid, it was less. I think it was like 93 million miles away. I think it's, they, I think it's like 96 million, right? Something yeah, like that. Yeah. They've changed Perfectly it around. On yeah, how they have. They it around so much? And how do you even measure something? And like how do you that? measure something like that? Like, let me without, tell you, the science has gotten better and better and better, but, but that's flimsy. That's so flimsy. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's where I am. I, I don't believe that they're telling us the truth. I just no. don't like when anyone comes to specific conclusions, like you said, like flat earth. Yeah, there's a lot of compelling evidence to point in that specific direction sometimes, but then it's so refuted. It's so deeply, it, it's, there's something going on there, but maybe it's something else. Who knows? Like a toroidal field of some kind exactly. where the condensed energy is in the middle, perhaps. Exactly. And yeah, man, I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely I, not what we've been told. No, we can agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. Space I is think, clearly misdescribed, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that we can't personally just verify it and we have to take authorities' uh, words on the matter, I think it just it goes beyond like a childish, like, well, I wanna and I can't, you know, it's we. It, it just speaks to a spiritual part of me. Like it's something so important or, you know, at least, you know, inherit to this experience yet. We can't know it. And we yeah. just have to believe it's, exactly. it's such like a, almost like a forced faith because you got to picture something, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Sci it's scientism. It's the new religion. The new religion is scientism and the priests are people like Fauci and Bill Gates, even though he doesn't have a medical degree or scientific degree and doesn't even build computers. He has other people do it for him. So, mm. yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're meant to rely on authority kind of blindly and we're told who to follow. So we don't even get to choose who to follow for the most part. And doing things like this, obviously, if you're listening to this episode, you're probably a person who thinks for themselves and at least seeks that information. But how many of us out there know people that think that this information is all fake and what they see on the TV is all real? I mean, right. it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Some of it's so convincing. Like they, they, I was talking to someone about this, how like, like certain people like that in my life are so good at refuting everything you say. And if you're not the best at it, like it's this stuff, it's, it's a spider web and it's a rabbit hole for a reason. It's so hard to just blurt out at someone, you know, wish it, wish I could just, you know, touch someone on the forehead. Like, there you go. <laughs> like in uh, Paul, when the alien touched oh, you yeah. and like, right. Yes. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I yeah. want that. Yeah, that's perfect. Oh, if you just knew everything I knew here, let me just transfer this, all this shit. Or the, uh, the gun in uh hitchhiker's guide in the movie, the oh, emotion, yeah. like, you know, you understand completely what the other person is like feeling or something. Yeah. That'd yeah. be pretty wild. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what are your thoughts on stars? Yeah. What do you think stars are? Oh man. See, everything's been coming into question lately. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that video of stars up close and they're all just giving these geometric patterns? Absolutely. Um it's I've crazy. I've seen it through um uh people's like phone cameras, and I've done it on my phone camera, and it looks exactly like those examples, yeah. which is weird if I don't I haven't looked into it enough to to know if some of those are being claimed to be like high powered 
scopes or just just like one of these or is it like you you know you got your dslr camera hooked up like crow triple seven does with the moon <laughs> and you're and you're filming these stars is that when they're seeing these like crazy geometric energy patterns is could you answer that for me because i don't know personally if it's someone with a phone I or if it's so. a high-powered scope if you're watching yeah. it from like one of those major flat earther guys, they're usually using that Nikon P900 on a, like a okay. seven inch or probably like a, maybe even a nine inch telescope. Mm -hmm. So that's, mm -hmm. that's usually what Crow triple seven uses to shoot. Right. Too. So, I mean, that's pretty clear, but if you saw it with your cell phone pretty clearly. Yeah. And well, yeah, but the, so that's the thing. The only reason why I try to debunk everything, of course, you got to first, yeah. you know, but yeah. uh the reason why I thought that was like, wow, it looks exactly the same on my stupid little cell phone as it does on these supposed like really high power. But maybe that's OK, because the difference between my cell phone camera and their high powered uh, scope, even if we're going to try to debunk it, maybe that distance is still so vastly too far away for either one of them because i know that that's something along the lines of the excuse or the reason right from yeah. mainstream it would be that the light is so far away that you're not going to see you're not going to see it the way you know i, I don't know i don't know i'm not a scientist yeah. i have no idea like, sun, like you would the sun because the sun's supposed to be a star right right so that's of why course, that one's far away too allegedly <laughs> well so the closest one to us is like 3.6 light years away i think and yeah. that's like proxima centauri or the alpha centauri system or something like that so they're trying to they're telling us that i don't know how far away is that compared to ninety six thousand or 96 million miles i, I really don't know the math but it doesn't seem like the a huge amount different right because that's like it's like light years light years are like the sun's only eight light minutes away right so so i mean wouldn't that ex wouldn't that explain why the sun is bigger than like those tiny little stars that you can't see i mean hey i'm just yeah i'm just trying to debunk my entire childhood <laughs> it's just weird you know <laughs> we're all i think that's what we're all trying to do yeah <laughs> man debunking everything we've been brainwashed with Oh, yeah weird. yeah that's like the well it's the name of our podcast false yeah. reality check trying, trying to put a check on this false reality that we've been presented yeah you know mm. um and space is just one of the weird things so space isn't real to me it isn't and you think aliens are interdimensional no beings? i think there's a, i think there's been a confusion in terms of like in terms of aliens I think a lot of people think aliens means other otherworldly or from like other planets. Mm. And I think that aliens could be anything alien to us. So, you know, back in the day, they, they thought there were like elves and like fairies and shit that could be aliens um, for the spirits or demons could be considered aliens that that could be what aliens are. I have no idea. Maybe it, maybe the way that like UFOs work, it seems to work off of intelligence right like sometimes when you see a ufo they react to you um i mean no we could probably get deep into this andrew but i have seen a ufo a couple of times in my life i maybe have maybe you have you i have or did it, did it react yeah. with you a little maybe i haven't really thought about it that way but 
if I tell you the tale, maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll reconsider it though while I'm telling it. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> but go so ahead. Maybe, so maybe that's how it works. Maybe these things are, maybe we're manifesting these things in the sky. Mm. Maybe there, maybe they are other, other dimensional entities like angels or demons or spirits or ghouls, or I don't know that are reaching out to us through some sort of like veil, you know, and we're seeing it. I don't know. However we perceive these things is just depends on, on the individual. And maybe there's only just so many experiences of that nature or the, or ways to interpret it. Maybe there's just like, this is the weird stuff where like you get into like the Eastern mystic stuff where it all reduces down to one uh, and in Buddhism, the self is also thrown out because there is no individuality and everything is everything else. I am the cup. I am the mic. Yeah, you know, that whole thing. And I've experienced that like on some deep stuff. So in that respect, I mean, sure, it could be a coincidence that I, I experienced that through my cameras and in my head. And tons of other people wrote it down like thousands of years ago or whatever. But to me, I think that's too coincidental, you know, like I feel like there's something there to that where uh, I kind of just lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) Were we talking about aliens, interdimensional aliens? Yeah, I think I think the reason why I say it it's a we kind of help manifest these things in our world and we see them is because like in the 1800s when they saw UFOs, they look like houses. They look like um, airships or something to those people. They didn't look chariots. like the, Yeah, or fairies. They didn't look like how, the lights in the sky or the orbs that we see nowadays. I think the reason why we see those things as orbs and lights is because we've been bombarded with, you know, 40 years of pop culture aliens mm. to tell us what they think aliens are. And so then we put that in our mind and we manifest it out. So when we see it, we we see something that fulfills our predictive programming. That's what okay. it is. I like that because so it kind of helped me remember where I was going because it goes back to this idea of the other. Mm-hmm. And it it feels like I'm always running into a middleman that like the powers that be kind of put in the way of everything good. No matter what the topic is, they will lay it out. It's like a mimicry that we get carried off to and it almost feels like you know mainstream religion does that you know it takes the power away from the individual and it gives it to this you know being that we should be worshiping or whatever or striving to be like i'm wondering about the aliens in the same way where like you're saying about the manifestation like what if it is like co-created by us somehow and the rest of it's just from the ether the aether or whatever and it's just an extension of us. It's back to that, that oneness, you know what I mean? Like if in, if in all reality that we are skewing because of programming and maybe it's easier to survive in this time frame or whatever, um, maybe it's um, a way to just reduce things down so it's simpler to live like this but when it really comes down to it we're all just everything we're all just one so that external experience of like an orb or a spaceship or uh, some kind of visitation could be just an extension of that like collective imagination perhaps 
Mm. Mm. I never liked that um, collective unconscious. Is that what mm. you mean? Well, I mean, very loosely, not by any like specific definition, but just in a more of a as above, so below kind of way okay. or a scale invariance sort of way in the sense that like, you know, the individual is as the, the whole, uh, you know, it's like we can relate what the human species is going through the same way we could see it in an individual, you know what I mean? It's almost like we're entering the rough, like teenage self-discovery period of our lives where all these different ideologies are bashing into one another. And, you know, I, I always tend to do that. It's just like the, the, the individual to the whole seems so important to, and when you look at it that way, it's kind of obvious why we should be protecting earth and all that all the yeah. good hippie stuff you know yeah no i get it i definitely agree i you know i i have a sense there is there is a oneness to everything i've seen that and experienced that through you know tripping and psychedelics as well and mm -hmm. every every single trip that's been reinforced along with an additional message or something that i'm receiving that that's going to help me out at that moment um, but that's been the overarching thing that I see every time and I experience it every time. I don't know if that means that we, you know, as part of the, this oneness, there's some sort of like memory there that we all tap into or some sort of like hive mind that we all tap into where we're experiencing all this kind of weird phenomena that occurs around us or uh, like things like synchronicities that occur that maybe you experience and it's everything's kind of just falling into place for certain things mm. um i've i've i have limited study on like the eastern philosophies i did i did study uh, buddhism for like two years during high school i went mm. to a temple and i i meditated i did all that kind of stuff the the thing that i don't like about being like pegged to one philosophy kind of versus others are you know is that elimination of self. Um, I think that we should eliminate our self, like our ego to kind of grow, to help us grow and realize certain things about us. But I think that we shouldn't negate the individual completely. And I think that that's kind of what makes us special in a way and unique. And to kind of go along with what I was saying earlier about the whole, I don't know about earth, if it's flat or not, but I do kind of feel like that's what the message we're kind of constantly being told is you're not special, but we are, all of us are, we're very unique and all of us are, you know, in our own little weird way, um, special. And I, I, not to be like, Oh, you're a special snowflake or anything like that. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't want to go down that route. No, they demonize yeah. the real meaning by doing the snowflake thing. Exactly. They laid that mimicry out, yes. you know? Exactly, yes. exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and totally hear you. we are unique. We are special. And everyone has something about them that is, that is uniquely that soul, that individual, that spirit, you know? And mm -hmm. so while I, I agree, I think we should kind of meld minds and do that whole oneness thing. I don't want to see people lose that. And I think the whole point of this existence is, balancing both of those things isn't it I, at least I totally to me agree. i totally agree yeah man definitely um yeah i would say that you shouldn't lose the individuality because it's kind of what we're all here to experience 
you know um i like to think that you know the egyptian book of the dead's pretty like i think the all these different traditions and whatever you think in your head and you think and i think i think we all have little puzzle pieces that fit you know we could write our own religions and eventually they'd probably turn out to be pretty close to that story that everyone seems to be writing underneath it all and it's it's that underlying idea that like it's this one consciousness and it needs to it's it's like experiencing itself to learn it's it's like it's like we're experiencing god's self-discovery almost yeah you know or the universe's spiritual awakening or something like that yeah so would you agree i forgot there's a there's an indian philosopher maybe he was a yogi who said something like all of us are manifestations of god and Mm. god loved us so much that he wanted to experience everything so that's why he became us would you would you agree with something like that yeah because that, that again echoes all the older traditions uh whether it be hindu or buddhist or or um buddhist takes a pretty extreme approach but like um you know the idea egyptians say it in their book of the dead it's it's you know i am one and now i see myself too and, and it the multiplication starts it's like this i mean it's like our cells you know, but there can still be some, there's like a personality in there somehow. There's some sort of, I guess you could say, I think intelligence is the wrong word. And I think we need to throw that word away almost in, in this sense, at least it's because it feels too machine. You know, I, that's why I don't like the idea of simulation theory, because you immediately picture people at a computer and all the theorists that I hear, they're talking about, you know, maybe this is, you know, the, 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 the race that built all of our monuments, they're so far advanced now, they're running, it's like, you're just, you're thinking of more humans doing more human shit, really? (laughs) Like, it doesn't add up to me. Like, it's either on accident because of our conditioning or it's a convenient co-opting of some kind, you know what I mean? It feels like it's ruining that good message that that is in there, you know what I mean? I don't know, I'm all over the place. (laughs) these topics are wild <laughs> man i love that so we're all one collective consciousness and we individually were an extension of that yeah. right it's Maybe. it's similar to the have you have you listened to the near death experience episode of union mm. of the unwanted yeah um, yeah the, some of the things that they experience like that that i forgot what her name is but the, the lady that told her story about how she died and her you know, she remembers like somebody said a joke or something in the room while she was dead and she laughed like, but she wasn't in her body mm-hmm. and it was a dark joke. And she's like, oh, I still retain my like dark sense of comedy. Okay. And yeah. she was, she wasn't in her body. So to me, it's like, yeah, something goes on. Something keeps living, mm-hmm. but a part of this identity sticks with that we, consciousness. But yeah. so then what about the idea of multiple lives and past lives i believe in that those are different individuals would you argue that's a different individual if it's your same consciousness but obviously you're a different person I right think, you don't come back the same person i think i'm, I'm spitballing just from my own direct experiences with with these things because i mean i sometimes I didn't almost die, but the experiences talked about in near-death experiences, like the ones that all, there's so many that sound very similar. Mm-hmm. And I experienced a lot of that 
with a lot of psychedelics. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not saying it's the same. I mean, that seems much more vivid and much more like life changing specifically, but I do remember kind of feeling the same kind of vibes as those kinds of stories where like there's an, there's this, uh, it's I, people have referred to them as costumes and stuff like that, that we, we wear in life and stuff like that, the ego. And it's kind of like a growth that, that you become over time in this physical place, but inside you're still that like original untouched uh, tabula rasa, like the clean slate. And I think the, the, our individual perspectives just immediately color that, but it's the same origin. It's the same, it's an experience so universal and so basic to us all to the conscious, to consciousness itself that it takes this physical existence to color it from one direction or the other so that we can, I mean, that's the only way to really understand something, right? To look at it from multiple angles, mm -hmm. but it's the same. It's, <laughs> I've heard it described with uh, a couple of my trippy buddies of mine. We used to say that's like, it's the thing, but you can't name it life or existence or consciousness or God or whatever. It's this thing that you can't name, but you can endlessly uh, personify and you can endlessly come up with metaphors for, and you can endlessly do similes. It's like this, it's like that, but you can never name it. And that's, it's when you find out it's like you and that thing are, are not different. That's like where the revelation comes out, I guess, you know, I don't know where I got, that it's just channeled in, I think. Man, I like that. I like that. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah. 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 So there's that. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. space isn't real. Space, space isn't real. Definitely. <laughs> because this whole damn experience is kind of suspect. Yeah. Exactly. It's almost like there's be there's a conspiracy being run outside of this time. Yeah, I feel like we're in that Twilight Zone episode where the aliens are fucking with that town and everybody is like, what's going on? And they start blaming each other and going and hurting yeah. each other because the aliens are, it's like somebody's messing with us, but nobody's messing with us. They're all just trying to vow for power and control. <laughs> That's what it seems like. It's like a giant Game of Thrones that none of us wanted to be a part of. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I have to... Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like we're in like the octagon. We're like, what? No, we didn't. No, I wanted to just sit in a field of grass. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> do nothing. <laughs> you know what, what? Let me ask you guys about this. Not to, I'm kind of change gears a little bit, but like, do you guys love technology and are sad that it's evil? <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh, only shit. way I can put Man. it. <laughs> that was the perfect way to ask that question. Uh. <laughs> That is so good. Oh my God. Yeah. Technology is a blessing in and that curse. and a curse. Um, yeah. I do. I do like technology because we can do shit like this. Yes. You know, you're across the U S and we yeah. can just talk to each other. Yeah. Um, I know it's not in person. I prefer in person, yeah. but Hey, this is great also. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, for me, I'm a huge, like map Google earth. I love looking at Google earth GPS. I'm it's, all for it's that like part of your job too. Yeah. Like but for it. me, I, I love just going on Google earth and looking at aerials. 
I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's pretty so, cool. <laughs> technology that way. I love that. But um, social media, that's oh, like man. the biggest evil that's come out of our generation. We're, we're in a cool spot because we knew what it was like before all of this. Yeah. We knew what it was like to have a landline and not mm -hmm. have to carry a freaking cell phone everywhere. I miss those days. Yeah. And you couldn't, sure. you couldn't talk late at night because your parents would get mad at you if you were on the phone because they could see the light would come on their phone and they'd get upset and they'd be like, hey, get off the phone. Yeah. yeah I, I miss those days. Those were nice days. All that control. I used to rebel against it. And now it's like, well, maybe it was for good reason, you know? <laughs> and not only is that part of just like getting older and becoming a parent myself, but it's also like, just like kind of a, a spiritual awareness of that. Like, it's not necessarily control, it's it's guidance. Cause I'm learning as a parent that like kids want boundaries, you know, yeah. they'll freak out and scream and have tantrums, but it's because they're, you know, they need those boundaries to be built for them. So I wonder about that in relation to our, I'm not going to say controllers, but you know, the predator class as some yeah. people call them, like, what if we're misinterpreting or, you know, maybe this is just like the older sibling gone wild and just lying to all of us younger kids or something, <laughs> because it does feel like in our ancient history, I don't know if you guys are interested in all like the crazy monuments and all the beautiful symbolism. It yeah. seemed like it really did stand for something unified and truly good. And then like get like flipped upside down and demented and taken over by a bunch of jerks yeah. or something. What do you think? I don't Are you know. Talking about the Tartaria stuff? Not even, but we can go there. I just meant like simply like the fact that, you know, we've, we've been told for so long that like pentagrams are evil and, and oh, yeah. what, what's been called evil. Yeah. yeah all of that, you know, and yeah. we talk about symbolism a lot on this show and a lot of it's demonized and even among our own community in some ways, we're still kind of uh, we felt we, we fall for it sometimes, you know, and we think things are satanic when it's like, well, don't, whoa, 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 that you can't lump that in because that's actually not a satanic symbol. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's weird, you know, and I wonder yeah. how that relates. It's weird. You know, astrology, we've been told, well, that's, that's nonsense, you know, yeah. like, right. or, um, um, tarot, tarot, was it tarot, tarot, tarot yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's all nonsense. Don't believe that it's evil. Yeah. It growing up, I, I grew up in, um, Christian household. So I was, baptized Christian. I went to church probably up until high school. I stopped going, but, um, all that stuff was like evil. Don't even mess with that. Don't even look at it. And now thinking back on that, I'm, and I'm like, hmm, maybe that's, that's actually the right route to go. I mean, maybe astrology, there is something to it. Um, I'm willing to explore it now more than ever, mm. you know, like the evil yeah. the stuff we were told is evil maybe isn't. But yeah. the good stuff, like Disney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. stuff that we're told to go to is yeah. probably the most evil stuff. Yeah. To, I don't know, suck our souls out of us. I don't know. I grew up, I grew up Mormon until I was about maybe 10 or 11. And then oh, we stopped wow. going to church. And yeah, just same as, same as you, all that kind of stuff, astrology, anything having to do with like weird symbology or anything that's, that's evil, that's from the devil, not allowed that's not good. And it wasn't until like high school that I started to like learn about like 
the occult or occult symbols and where these symbols actually come from. Like where do the Masons, where did they take their symbols from and things like that, that I realized like, oh, all this shit's recycled. Like everybody recycles these things. Every culture uses these types of symbols all over the place. Like the swastika, you know, that's been throughout multiple cultures. Then the, that was like the, the original thing of that was the swirl that now spiral. they perverted that and the spiral and that's supposed to be like a pedo symbol now right yeah, yeah. they took they, they they're trying to say that like the oldest most revered symbol in existence for us pretty much that spiral yeah. is some evil pedophiles like oh yeah that's their symbol they use that everywhere it's like really yeah <laughs> i'm taking it back then yeah, yeah. we can't like, we can't have nice things <laughs> yeah no yeah and, it's definitely, um, it's something that, you know, we're still, I'm sure we're still dealing with it to this day. Like even, even in this whole trying to learn about stuff, you know, some of that, some of that like creeping, oh, this might be bad for you is still in your head where you see a certain symbol and it might put you off a little bit from learning something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think we just need to get over that and realize we've kind of been programmed to think that these certain things are evil. What somebody does with them could be evil or it could be good. It really depends on the person. Force. Yeah. 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 It's behind, it's the will behind that. Exactly. Um, yeah. It's all manifestation that all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I like to call that, you know, like the force from star Wars, you know, yeah. it can, you can go one way or the other with it, but exactly, you know, maybe caution, but not, don't be don't run from it because it's like it's the greatest it leads to the greatest mysteries of all you know it's weird it takes a certain mind i guess to want to go into the dark corners and do that shadow work you know before you even know it is shadow work you know (laughs) (laughs) is that is that um shadow work is that just going into the deepness of the darkness of you because everybody has a dark side everybody has a yeah Uh, uh, a side that you would uh, vilify as the bad side or whatever right yeah one of the poles in yourself Uh, i think they use the shadow work term in multiple disciplines too i don't know i think it represents the subconscious you know things like that that are constantly going on and being collected and analyzed in your in in whatever this experience is but it's always underneath the surface and I think when you go into that shadow work, it's it's scary on purpose because the ego has such a hold over you because the ego doesn't want anything to do with that because it has to relinquish power and admit that it doesn't really exist. And that's just, it's, that it's just another facet of you, yeah. you know, and I relate the, um, the ego and it's not just me uh, to the demiurge from the Gnostic traditions. If you're familiar with that, mm-hmm. where the demiurge was kind of the action part of God, whereas like God itself is everything, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's everything, then there is no experience. There's no time. There's no space. There's, it's just pregnant just with possibility. It's yeah. that darkness. It's that void, that shadow, that dark, that dark place is where it all actually comes from, you know, but the action itself is like, is this demiurge, this ego that can, that can actually make it happen. But I think something to do with this physical existence, this time and space thing makes everything very chaotic and terrifying. And I think the ego 
builds and builds and builds this these walls uh, of security because it forgets who it is or something. I don't know. So let me ask you this then, because we're kind of diving a little deep into this ego. What exactly do you think the consciousness is? Do you do you believe it's like a vibration, a frequency, or is it something that you're born with? Is it is it located in an organ? Is it a material? Is it metaphysical? What is it to you? What is the consciousness? I think consciousness is, it's like the fish swimming in, in water. Like it doesn't recognize the water. Like consciousness is literally everything. And I think consciousness is a very technical 19th, 20, you know, whatever 20th century kind of term for God. And I think it's kind of the same thing. And it's, if we recognized it like that, it would be so obvious that it was real, you know, because we're using small mouth noises at each other right now. And Terrence <laughs> yeah, McKenna yeah. used to like to say that, you know, slapping meat <laughs> slices together and, and vibrating noises at each other. And we're using telepathy to interpret one another says, and luckily, if you're in a bar and you use your meat flaps and, blah, you know, the guy behind the counter, somehow you get what you want most of the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's proof in the pudding right there that consciousness is, it's, it's a field to me. I, I think the, the, it's funny because the hard problem of consciousness that they all talk about, Sam Harris loves to get into it and act all super mm. scientific about it. And, um, they, they, you can't answer it like they can't answer the questions thereafter yeah. it's ridiculous because it's it's, it's almost absurd to try yeah. because they're part of it they're doing it they're the thing they yeah. can't name the thing they can tell you what it's like but you can't name the damn thing so that's <laughs> oh, what conscious, that, so that's that's where i went with that no i agree <laughs> what do you guys think consciousness is I know. I agree. I think consciousness is, is everywhere. It's everything. It's in the plants, it's in the rocks. Um, it can be in inanimate objects. It's whatever this reality is. We're all a part of it. That is consciousness. And it's, it's hard to explain. It's like trying to explain a mushroom trip to someone. Like it, it's just, yes, you can't explain it. You can't, you try, but you know, it's there and... desperately try yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you fail. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same. <laughs> no, no. To me, yeah, the mushroom know. trip uh, kind of reminds me of like a microcosm of the greater mystery. It's almost yeah. like a That's little, a like idea. almost like you get to go to a museum and go, Oh yeah, this is, this is the mystery. Check it out real quick. Yeah. Like it's like a little model of the greater mystery almost, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. thought of it that way, but that's true. It's so weird. Like drugs <laughs> were just demonized my whole like childhood, you know, don't do drugs. And so oh, yeah, for me, like taking that, doing that first mushroom trip was, was pretty nerve wracking. Oh yeah. I will say, <laughs> I thought the cops were going to come to the door and just like <laughs> knock it down like what are you doing you know um did you have a bad trip do you think oh no it was no. it was great yeah but i didn't have a bad trip at all i have um, had bad trips <laughs> me too yeah me he's too. had he's had some bad ones oh boy i've i've yet to have a bad one they've all been very eye-opening and give me exactly what i need in that moment but uh <sighs> yeah that that first one for sure complete 180 yeah like mm. i was just it really opened my eyes 
Yeah, I cried after my first one. Straight up. Yeah. I'll admit that. Definitely. Yeah. I sat on the couch yeah. like, I can't believe, I can't believe I never, I yeah. never realized, right. I never realized. Yeah. I looked back, I, I looked back at my life beforehand as like a two-dimensional model almost. It was hard because I loved my childhood and I love growing up and I all of it's there for a reason and it's perfect the way everything happened. But it was like up until that wake up point with the psychedelics, it was like all of that was automatic because it needed to get me to that point. Yeah. It felt very vivid in that that direction. Yeah. Very creepy. Right. <laughs> Everything was deja vu. I don't know if you guys ever experienced that on psychedelics where it almost like deja vu. You, you start saying it, you're like, oh, my God, that's more deja vu. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa. It's all whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. It's all all deja vu. Wait, what is yeah. this? <laughs> like, <laughs> Why is this all so, so, so familiar? Like, that's where I, my, my brain went there one time on it. I don't know about if you ever experienced anything on, like that. I think on, um, on LSD. When we did LSD. Yeah. My, my head was, I, like I, that. I, yeah. Everything was deja vu. That was, so, yeah. It yeah. was weird. I don't Now, I don't, do you think, do you think the brain is just like perturbed and tricking you to use a sensation that you normally wouldn't use like deja vu even though we don't understand it very much there's a the layman explanation is that your what your your eyes are seeing something faster than your brain or so, something like that but yeah. let's throw that out for a minute and just you know focus on the weird so like <laughs> yeah i don't know what, what do you what do you think well, about that i i don't i don't really know what's happening i know people will say well you're on a drug so you're tripping the drugs mm, making you trip. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it, it really that shows that you haven't really investigated what these drugs do. It 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 allows you to tap into something yeah. that we can't see. Yeah. But I feel like it's whatever we see when we're tripping is that's, going on that's real 24-7. Like yeah. that's yeah. all around us the whole time. And we're able to tap into it when we take mushrooms or LSD. Yeah. They um it's it's funny, they want you to you know, they want to demonize these things, but even in scientific tests, they're whatever scientific tests, they're fMRIs. When they put somebody on a mushroom trip in an fMRI, that doesn't show, it shows like their brain is off. Now, if your brain is off, how are you, how is the drug making you trip if your brain is off? Technically, your default right. mode network shuts off, right? That's the thing that, that kind of stops you from feeling like everything's too much. Um, if you're, if that's off, what are we tapping into? Like, clearly there's something out there. There's something around us that we're just not seeing. And maybe this is giving us that real glimpse. Finally. Yeah. Just to clarify for everybody listening, the default mode that you're talking about there is basically like your everyday survival skills, the way you handle the world, the way you keep yourself together. Like that is completely none of there's no lights in that area of the brain at all under these these fMRIs when you're on psychedelics. It's all what was it's like in the hypothalamus. Mm -hmm. There's some activity going on. There's, there's some like cross wiring going on. So like areas yeah, neural first, networks taste like are reconnecting, so you can taste color and see yes. sound. It's very strange. Yeah. And I wonder what those mechanisms are really there for, you know, like, what's the point of that? Because we know that our brain already has receptors to receive these chemicals. So it's mm -hmm. like our brain was ready to rock. It was ready to party before we knew about it. And, but what does that say about those cross wire? I mean, it has to have some sort of 
structured meaning for consciousness. It's so bizarre because that experience does not help us evolutionarily or, you know, in a survival way. That experience completely disrupts our ability to carry on i couldn't even buy a pack of cigarettes i got into a, t- a loop where i couldn't i couldn't like finish my sentence for like you know i had to get out of line it was a mess you know I, I it shuts that ability off or perturbs it so much so i wonder why nature implored that or it, it like employed that for us on this planet you know yeah, i mean and unless the spiritual side of things is part of our 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 survival you know what i mean because mm. i would say that nothing's put here to to take away from that you know perhaps mm. yeah i didn't think about that no that um the cross wiring thing i think aren't there you know i don't know anything so people are going to be upset with me i don't know anything about autism so people don't judge me but isn't that something that like people that are autistic have where there's certain connections that are there that aren't there for people who aren't autistic? So maybe that's, I think case. so. Maybe there is an evolutionary trait for it because I'm not saying that like people who are autistic are along the evolutionary chain more than people who aren't. But what I'm saying is we don't know if those are going to serve us just yet. Maybe the, mm. Maybe that part of the trip hasn't revealed itself yet. Maybe those connections that are growing will grow humanity over time. I mean, initially when they, the, the stone ape theory, they thought that, you know, was it Terrence McKenna that said that? Yep. Where, yeah. it, you know, humans being humans are only the way we are because of mushrooms. Like our four, four apes, you know, ate mushrooms and eventually grew our brain size. I don't know if that's true, but maybe that serves this purpose, that growing, that growing mm. of connections. Yeah, theory. I like that. I do like, and I've, I really liked Stone Ape Theory too, because it made sense to me. I mean, I, I didn't know Stone Ape Theory existed until after I took mushrooms and felt like that must be what happened. Like I came back from my first trip. I'm like, I think I found the missing link to like my mom. And she's like, what is happening to my son? You, you know what I mean? Like, and then oh, I found yeah. Terrence and then my God, I, every, it was like, holy crap. Okay. 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 I think he's onto something here, but maybe we're off a little bit, you know, cause I know that supposedly anthropology has proven that incorrect or whatever, but yeah, I don't know. Anthropology is probably bullshit too, you know, cause like archaeology is clearly bullshit. Yep. So yep. what else are they bullshitting us with? Anthropology is probably bullshit too. I've taken an anthropology class. Have you taken an anthropology? I class? have. Absolutely. That professor was the the professor that was the most full of shit I've ever had <laughs> of any professor in my life. And that and I've been to public school and private school. And I've seen a lot of teachers who are full of shit. And that professor was highly full of shit. I'm just saying. Why? That's because he, it, it, he like he first of all, he had a very like squeaky nasally voice, but he was a very massive guy, very tall, massive guy. But he talked like this very crazily, you know? And it's so <laughs> hard to understand what the hell he was saying, first of all. But then second of all, he allegedly has written like nine books, but they were all on this particular tribe that he's like the only one studying. And I'm like, well, then you can say whatever you want. And we just have to true. believe you, you know? Yeah, that's true. And, and it turns out that was the book we had to buy for the anthropology course. Isn't that funny? Oh, that, that 
it's a nice little scheme he's got rocking there. It's pretty exactly. cool. <laughs> so he's double dipping. He's getting his salary plus he's getting book sales. So genius. You know, I mean, you know, I want to write a book one day too, but I'm not going to make up the shit in the book and like pretend like it's real, you know? Not saying that's what he did, but unless you write a fiction book, yeah, then you have to make it up. Exactly. Fiction. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nonfiction, I meant. <laughs> I know. I feel like nonfiction might be easier to write than fiction. Because be. I've tried to write fiction, man, and it's brutal. It's tough. I've given up so many times because I love writing too. I've always wanted to write a book. Maybe someday, you know. We'll get but, yeah. We'll do it. You and I. We'll write. Hell a book yeah, man. We'll do it. We'll we'll name the thing. That's yeah. what we'll yeah, there do. You go. We'll do. We'll do what Sam Harris refuses to do. Absolutely. <laughs> the hard problem. Oh my god. I don't. I don't get what his problem is. Like, just. He's busy with aliens now. Oh, is he taking on that? that, He's at least publicly, you know, when someone like that, you know, makes a statement on camera and puts fucking stage makeup on themselves for it, you know, they're about, they're like, hmm, how do I jump into this now? You know, and uh, I I really like Sam as a person, I think. I don't know him, so I can't say that. Maybe he's fake. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, sure. But um, I think he has undercut um, the value in religion so viciously and carelessly. And I was following him along the whole way. I was like the boy from Flight of the Navigator, just like with with the machine, sailing off into atheism because that was like, it was what made sense to Mm -hmm. me because the religious stories on the surface were or silly and i think that's on purpose because exactly. that way they kind of shepherd you right over to your atheist heroes and stuff like that at least it did it for me yeah. and i think i've escaped somewhat but i still really <laughs> like science again it's like you know how do you feel about science even though it's evil or a lot a lot of it's evil or some of it's evil you know <laughs> or some of it's super paid off and biased and you know unable to be objective it's terrible well, do you, do you think that viruses are real? Oh no! <laughs> you know, I've heard a couple different perspectives on that. I've heard they are very real. I've heard that they may not be. Um, I don't know. It's what's the what's your suggestion? I look into to decide whether this is real or not. <laughs> I mean, I I don't. I I kind of lean towards maybe terrain theory is mm. more accurate than germ theory um okay. but i'm not going to discount the germ theory completely because there are things like ebola out there that will fuck you up really bad and you know that's not good i don't think you should go like licking open wounds of people you know that's probably not a good practice you're probably unless you know them, i guess yeah and you really really want to i guess everyone's consenting yeah <laughs> consenting adults it's no problem do whatever you sure. want yeah. I'm, I'm for duels if people want to have duels with each other go ahead <laughs> do that do it away from me but i don't want, but yeah if you want to do that but terrain mm-hmm. theory i kind of lean towards it but i'm not discounting viruses and bacteria i mean i know i take probiotics like that's a bacteria isn't it isn't that a good yeah bacteria? i wouldn't take it unless i believed it worked so yeah, yeah. So i mean maybe what if if this whole physical existence because even the science at least the science that i kind of still trust 
maybe there's maybe that's going nowhere but quantum <laughs> physics says <laughs> that everything's like mostly vacuum and nothing ever touches itself and that always to me was a really cool thing to find out like it's just electromagnetism that touches that to me was spirit immediately i was like okay this is cool but so i don't know if i want to throw out that science and call it all programmable you know programming and and you know elitist shit i don't know i i don't know because it kind of relates to a lot of the religious stories too you know but if this whole existence is or at least the physical is like not as it seems perhaps they don't have to make any of this stuff up you know maybe viruses can be real because our bodies are just a, a manifestation too you know what i mean yeah. that's true if you say it enough i mean they told us enough viruses are real what if right. we're just manifesting them yeah well yeah, I mean, it's all suspect right right i mean, I mean even everything if they, even if they <laughs> but what about those things where they tell us like two-thirds of your body body weight is like actually like bacteria and viruses is that true if that's true, you know. Well, I mean, I've heard recent studies talking about like gut health and is that what you're kind of leaning towards? Yeah. So like, yeah, I know like that. they definitely talk, talk about that, but I feel like they're talking about it in the sense that like, it's, it's, we've just looked at bacteria so negatively for so long. And that seems like a co-op too, doesn't it? Like maybe we've been kind of, it's probably all a part of us. Like mm -hmm. everything, you know, everything that's a part of you is probably supposed to be a part of you. And absolutely. Um, it, it's just a, a way for them to, I don't know, divide us even against ourselves. Oh, there's a virus in us and we have to protect ourselves from ourselves, you know? And then there's, there's autoimmune disorders. Like I know people that have autoimmune disorders and that's literally your body allegedly right attacking yourself, like yeah. your body, your immune system is attacking yourself. So I don't know how real that is. I don't have an autoimmune disorder, but I'm sure that that feels real for people, but like you said, Andrew, maybe they are like maybe bringing that into their own existence because they, they were told once by one guy in a lab coat, this is what you have. And so this is what they have because that's how they feel it. Mm -hmm. And so it just must be true. Um, I was told things, you know, like I, I, I long ago, I had like really uh, high blood pressure. I, I worked on it. I did exercise, changed my diet and now it's gone. And I don't really deal with, it. I never hear about it ever again. So, I mean, if I can get rid of something like that, I, I get that like autoimmune that's genetic or so they say, but there's people that can really manifest a healthy living in their life by just working hard at it and believing that it, that it will work. And that's all you kind of have to do. So maybe that that's just good enough. Maybe you don't really, I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. Nobody, don't take <laughs> not me yet anyway. Way. Yeah. I, I you probably should still go to the doctor if you need to. <laughs> don't, don't, until, don't they don't, <laughs> until they don't let you in with a, without a certain jab, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be dystopian about it, but shit seems like yeah. if, if we don't start pushing back now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's getting pretty weird out there in, in your neck of neck of the woods. Is it uh somewhat normal quote unquote right now kind of but only because so many people are vaccinated and so they're mm. running around in their little fake utopia pretending everything's back to quote unquote normal it's like oh that thing that we used to experience that you all thought was normal oh cool yeah no you're not in that either <laughs> <laughs> but i hate yeah. that the new normal because i didn't really believe in the old normal ever you right. know 
I didn't fit yeah. into the old normal. So um, I mean, I'm hoping for something better coming along. And I think we're going to have to fight tooth and nail as we go forward to achieve that. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I've been like kind of down since uh, last week, just with everything with my job and them um, pushing on this vaccine stuff, not making it mandatory, but just requiring us to let them know if you're vaccinated or not. And if you don't tell them, well, then we're going to assume you're not vaccinated. And they want you to snitch on your, your and, coworkers. Too. Yeah. And they even said, we need to know this information so we can determine which rules apply to which people. And I'm just like, I, that's depressing. Yeah. I see that. And no one's pushing back, you know, everyone's just taking it and I'm going to, I'm going to be the one that's pushing back. I'm probably going to be the only one that's pushing back. Like, coming to that realization that fuck this is going to happen now, you know, I gotta, I gotta fight this shit. Yeah. Um, that's been rough, but yeah. I'm hoping if I stand up to it, more people will stand up, but we'll see. The universe has got my back. Yeah. It seems, it seems like that, you know, I, I dealt with some kind of weird, like critical race stuff at my job a while back where like an SVP, told us we couldn't say the word grandfathered, even though we've all been using it because um, it's like a normal term in our, in our industry. If you're grandfathering someone into a plan or, you know, mm. something, that's just a normal term. Apparently it's racist. I, I wasn't aware <laughs> that this term is racist, especially because most of my, most of my coworkers aren't white and they're females and they use it too. So I just figured that's just a term everybody uses, but this, um, white very wealthy guy decides to send us an email that we can't use this word anymore because it's racist he talked to someone and they told him it's racist so um i you know our leadership brought it brought it to us and basically said so you know they sent this email out so we're just going to go ahead and you know go along with it and i had talked to my friend there who is indian he's from india and he and even he was like this is kind of bullshit right this this doesn't make any sense so we talked about it and he brought it up. And because he brought it up, I started saying, because I felt, well, if he's going to say it, I'm going to say it. So I was like, you know, is this guy irony impaired? Like he's a white guy telling everyone below him how to decide how to speak, you know, and everyone, most of the people below him are different ethnicities. They're not even his ethnicity. And he's supposed to be listening to them. This is how so he gross. It doesn't Just make any gross. sense. So they, um, yeah, they, they pushed back and I haven't heard anything since then, Good. but if it, if it wasn't for us pushing back, nobody would say anything. So I think that's, what's going to happen with you. I, hope I think so. there are people that want to say something. They just, they're too afraid to. So I somebody so. has to be the first one to like take yeah. charge. Go for yeah. it. I worked for a company that was pushing really hard when this all started. Um, and they are a medical device company. So I was on the back end of the medical industry and man, did they love to like, mimic the hospitals like we had to wear scrubs on fridays oh, and stuff like that the hall everything looked like a hospital because they just wanted that image there and um yeah they went hard they were just a little microcosm of everything that was going on out in the larger world it was like i was working for the cdc even though i wasn't you know it's like whatever narrative was going out to the masses from on high like my company was like yeah 
let's do it together. And it was, so we were all isolated and everything. And I left, I left back in like right around the start of this podcast, probably not a coincidence for my sanity's sake, but, um, I've heard from friends that still work there that have had to now their badges have to have a certain colored sticker and everything. And they're allowed certain accesses that others aren't. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. everywhere. It's going to happen behind the closed doors in the businesses. It's not like we've all been told about the 1940s where it was just everywhere in the streets where yeah. people had to be identified. Not yet, not yet. It will be eventually if we don't, if we let off. it, if we let it. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, the more of us that keep saying it, just like you're saying, you know, this medium, we have an opportunity, right. To kind of just push that message out in a way, you know, For sure. and I think uh, in the beginning, when I first started, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of felt like, am I just adding static to a, you know, an over saturated genre or even an industry such as podcasting. And then I was thinking more along the lines of like, grander scale and my wife kind of was like you got to have more of you doing it because that's what's going to sway the tide otherwise there's no point so i you know becoming a cog in the right machine rather than the one that they want you to be a part of exactly and we're not even really in a machine because we're not it's not like we're all coordinating with each other no oh, this is the message we gotta you know Fauci's a dumbass you know, let's all <laughs> out there. that's not even how it is we're all doing our own thing but collectively i think you know many many uh rocks will equal a mountain eventually it'll it'll just add up so yeah that's a, we're doing it we're doing the thing we're doing the thing <laughs> we're doing the thing it's <laughs> awesome well it's been really awesome talking to you guys and I hope we could do it some more. I mean, I don't know if we solved all the world's problems tonight, but I think we added more to them. <laughs> we added something. Maybe philosophical problems we could tackle again, you know, but, um, but yeah. Um, why don't you tell my audience where we can find you guys? For sure. Well, we have a fancy new website now. So nice. everything they can find us at falserealitycheck.com. All our links are there for social media. They can find how to contact us. And we do read emails. We like emails. And we will, you know, throw that out there on the on the podcast every once in a while. And um, yeah, you got anything else? No, everything's yeah. on our site. Yeah, everything's on everything's our site. Everything's on our site. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, that's it. And can you get, uh, let our audience know yes. uh, where they can find you, Andrew? Yeah, same thing. I mean, I'm all on the social, the you know, the controlled social media sites as the <laughs> Deep Share podcast. And you can email me too. I love hearing from you. So it's uh, just the Deep Share podcast at gmail.com. I got to get off of Gmail, guys. Yeah. I get the hell away from it. Come to Proton Mail. Yeah, yeah. Until that gets taken. Dun, yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, it's been really great talking to you guys. This yeah, is fun. Sure. This is great. And, uh, yeah. Had a great time. Thank you, Andrew, for reaching out. And uh, we'll look forward to talking to you on like Union of the Unwanted or something else. And you're always welcome on our show whenever you want to come on. Yeah, anytime, anytime. Yeah, yeah same to you guys. All right, you guys have a great night, all right? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Deep Share Podcast. If you want to hear more, then hit that subscribe button. Follow me on all the social places. And remember, think for yourself, but don't always believe what you think. Till next time. Oh.
Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Pacifaria. Enough. I get the point. <laughs> you meddle with the primal forces of nature, <laughs> and you will atone. What do we know? What do we know? If I know what we know, well, then I can tell you what we know, and if someone else knows, okay? <laughs> <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.